Hey, how's everyone doing? Happy Friday. It is me. Welcome to another podcast episode of The Daily Mind. How's everybody's day? My day, long. My body's bruised. Well, not literally, but you know, I'm tired. <laughs> it's been a long one. And it's Friday. So that's the best part. And of course, <clears throat> what comes with every Friday? Very, very simple. Is there such thing as a stupid question? Yes, of course we know there's a such thing as a stupid question because I've done damn near 20 of these episodes and they each episode definitely featured a stupid question. Well, for those who are new to this show, um, I do this every Friday. Is there such thing as a stupid question? Um, if you guys heard of the website Cora, um, it is a question and answer website where people go on and ask questions and answer questions. And sometimes they ask, they ask some pretty dumbass questions with some pretty interesting answers. But before I get into that, I just I want to make some I want to mention this. Um, now, yesterday I did an episode on Groundhog Day, right? And I bashed the like I I, I kind of explained, looked up, kind of tried to get you know what what's you know trying to figure out what's the big deal about Groundhog Day, right? Um, and then, you know, I mentioned as well how we should leave these animals alone, right, inside their little furry hole or wherever they stand. So no shit. I, I concluded the episode, right? I kid you not. As soon as I concluded this episode, <clears throat> um, I opened up my Facebook news feed and right there, there was an article um, it happened in Canada on Groundhog Day, where I think it was in somewhere in Ottawa. I, have, I forgot the town, but they do like a Ponce to Tony Phil, but they have their own. So when they wanted to retrieve the groundhog to see if it see a shadow, um, they found that the groundhog was dead. Yeah, and apparently from what they've concluded, the, ha- the groundhog was dead for about a few weeks. So in turn... <laughs> They announced they they presented they used a fake stuffed groundhog in place of this you know the dead groundhog, and I I was just like baffled but I was laughing at the same time. It sounds wrong, but I know like I said I just did an episode on groundhogs and Groundhog Day and superstitions right and a reason why not to just mess with these things right. But uh, you know it, look what happened like as soon I, I swear sometimes. Not even sometimes. The phone is always listening to us because I had the phone next to me, did a whole episode on it, on groundhogs, and this article about groundhogs popped up. Um, on Monday, I'll look up that story and get a little bit more into it for the news out of a hat segment, but I'm not going to get too much into it now. I'm going to go ahead and jump into Cora and find out what is today's stupid questions and answers. So without further ado, I'm going to get right into it. Okay, so here we go. Let's see what we got here. Hmm. Now, remember, on Quora, there are different pages on Quora of different topics, whether there's love and relationship questions, sexuality questions, um, psychological questions, just health questions, anything. I mean, anything. Damn it, anything's, everything is off limits, right? So if you have a question or you want to know an answer to something, just go on the website. I, I challenge you. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> so this person asked a question. Did you ever get spanked until you couldn't sit or walk? I mean, now, are we talking like getting spanked as a little child or getting spanked as a big child? I'm going to look more into it. Um, This person answered by the name of Beth said, yes, my parents said if a grounding lasts for a week 
a spanking you will feel for a week, even though the singing and red uh, the singing and redness fades the second day. The bruising lasts for a week, so it's hard to sit on a bruised bottom. Ooh, they must have whipped the fuck out of her. Um, this person by the name of Pliny says, typically things look worse than they really were, but I certainly felt it for a few days. On the other hand, it was rare. Because I felt them for a few days, I remembered them long enough to avoid the next one for a while. You know, it was always the saying, you know, one good ass whipping should just cure all, right? I mean, some kids needed more ass whippings than prescribed. And then one more by a uh, woman named Kara. She answers by saying, I can never understand parents who bruise kids like this. A good red bum can produce the effects without causing harm. I promise you, she's going to have those type of kids. She probably got kids that just walk all over her and tell her what to fucking do. I promise you. I'm, I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, let's see. Oh, here's a pretty... Uh, I don't know if you want to say this one is a shallow question, but it's a question nonetheless. And like I said, anything is off limits. All right, so um, the, the question was asked here. This next question is, why don't men find fat women attractive? Ooh controversy yeah so somebody did answer the question by the way it's only just one answer uh by a person named matt just matt it says most men enjoy women that are not skinny we have our differences for sure i think a healthy woman is the best kind of woman just more to love okay so there's a misconception to this um a lot of us like to believe that bigger people are unhealthy this is not always the case right I know some pretty hefty people who are extremely healthy and athletic. They're just big. No, we can't help genetics in a sense that we can't help the way we are built, right? I mean, we can modify to a point, but we can't really help how we're built. Now, as far as men finding fat women attractive or just bigger women attractive, no, I'm all about it. I, I love me a thick woman. I love them thick. I don't care what anybody says. I'm not. And like I said, again, this is not a plight on just a particular um, feel like a, a particular type of woman. This is just a preference. And a lot of people take preference as prejudice. And it's not that. It's what you prefer. Think about it. If you went to a McDonald's and you had choices, but the only thing you can choose is a, is a Big Mac meal, but you got fucking 11 other items on there, right? But, you know, you can only just choose the Big Mac meal, right? No, you have preferences. You have different things you can choose, right? So, I mean, like, Come on now. And there I am again saying the word right. I, I did say yesterday I will calm down on the word. I'm trying my best. But again, there are men out there that do find bigger women attractive. And there's some that don't. That's just what it is. And you can't hate either side. It's a preference. So next question. Let's see what we got here. Mm. Oh, wow. Here's another. Here's one. Here's one. This is <clears throat> a lady slept with me to get a job. It turns out she is a terrible employee, but now says if I fire her, she has proof of what we did and reveal to all. What should I do? God damn it. Didn't I not mention this in one episode? Relationships at the workplace. You don't dip your pen in company ink. I repeat, you do not dip your pen in company ink. This is why. Because the minute something goes wrong, they out for, men or women, don't matter, out for blood, and then you're fucked, right? Let's find some answers to this because I'm very interested in reading it. Uh, somebody said here, let me let me read more into this. Oh, it's a long ass answer. 
somebody said, tell her you will reveal to all yourself and fire her. Be prepared to actually reveal. Yes, this will initially damage your reputation, but in the end, you will win. This is the cheapest way financially and the shortest way all around through, though the most painful. There's a chance she won't say a word, but you have to be firm. Stay polite, respectful, and let her go. Definitely don't keep her out of fear. I'm sure you've learned your lesson in the end, and it's not that terrible. Once my boss crew found out about 17 affairs of his, we were all shocked for a day. He kept calm and held himself like nothing happened. Eventually, everyone forgot and nobody quit. Shit happens. Or hire a lawyer. Good luck. Maybe if you wasn't fucking around, you wouldn't have that issue. But again, this is what I said. Do not dip your pen in company. I don't care how attractive that man may be or that woman may be. It don't matter. Yes, I get it. We're human. We have feelings and emotions. Fuck all that. Just not at the workplace. I've seen it myself. Not with me, but with other people. It can get a bit problematic. But you don't have to take it from me. I'm not an expert, right? But go ahead. You'll find out yourself. Go ahead. Dip your pen. Go ahead. I dare you. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, okay. I'm going to turn this the volume down on my thing. All these stupid-ass notifications is driving me nuts. It really is. Okay. So next question. Uh, let's see. What should I do if my friends always call me boring? Fuck them. That's it. Now, I'm not saying like sleep with them, fuck them. I'm saying like forget them. Because what's boring to them may not be so boring to you. You are the way you are, right? That's why I don't hang out with anybody. Not just because I, I, you know, I don't care what they may think. It's just I'm not really a fun person when I'm out and about. And I like to do things on my own or with my wife. And again, I told you, I don't hang out with anybody at work at all. Associates, fuck all that. That's just nonsense. This person did answer the question by saying, find new friends. What are you supposed to be? Their entertainment without pay? Hmm. Next. I agree. Find new friends. Uh, and this next person, Akshay, answered by saying, maybe he slash she is in fact pretty boring, but true friends don't tell you that to your face. So I agree with you. Just, just find another crowd, man. Hey, look, if they're not on your same sheet of music, then oh well, tell them to go find new friends and you can find people who are just like you. Okay, that's it. If I hear one more goddamn notification, I'm going to flip out. I'm completely muting the phone. I swear, it's like work comes with me. I don't want to hear nothing about work. <laughs> when I'm home, especially on a Friday, I am done. But I digress. Moving back to more questions and answers. So let's see here. Mm. Oh, this is from the confessions page. This is one of my favorite pages because some of the questions on here are pretty crazy. The question is, would girls date a poor guy? You know, believe it or not, in this day and age, yes. Yes. Because they don't see money. They just see companionship. They see the good in that person. Yeah, that may sound corny, but it's true. Like, there are people out there on both sides of the fence that would just be with somebody just to be with somebody. It doesn't have to do with money or whatever. It was one point me and my, when me and my wife met, I wasn't poor, but she made more money than me, right? A lot more money than me. And I, I will say at first, I felt a little bit intimidated by it. But then she made it very clear, I'm not with you for money. And she was with me even before I joined the military and I had some rinky dink jobs and still with me today. And I, you know, again, this goes to show that women would date a poor guy, but let's see what some other people say. So 
This was answered by Miss Wholesome. Ooh. She says, most likely, no. There are good reasons why, and there are bad reasons why, but let's start off with the bad reasons. I'm not going to read all of this, by the way. She wrote like a fucking thesis on this. Uh, let's see. It says, um, gold diggers love rich men. They would not date a poor man at all because they can't fulfill the lifestyle that they want. Absolutely true. A, a poor man may not be able to take her to Machu Picchu or fucking Tokyo, wherever the hell she want to go, and vice versa. Uh, a woman that most likely won't date a poor man is the woman that says, quote, you have to make this amount of money to be my boo. Those women can sometimes be gold diggers. Sometimes. No, 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 no. That sounds like all the time. They only look for, quote, he, can he provide for me? But they overlook that and get upset in a relationship when the man is only improving but and not loving her the way she needs. If a woman date a poor guy, she's probably only dating him until she finds someone that can fit her liking. I mean, yeah, there is some truth to this. But listen, there's also women out there that just want to just have a guy that regardless of money or whatever or just believe in him that much and would help and build him up. Yeah, that's a thing, man. It's not always about money, but it just seemed like nowadays it is. <sighs> okay. Next question. Uh, let's see. Hmm. This is a good question, and this is actually pertaining to the most recent events that dealing with the police. The question is, and I see this guy asked this question a lot. It's the same guy I see all the time when it comes to police stuff. It said, what will it take to stop police brutality? What is the real systematic issue? This time, it cannot be pushed as racial, racially motivated. Um, I don't know. I think what it is, it, it, it is a thing of racial motivation. Right? It, like some of these things, some of these instances that has been happening. But let's take, for example, the thing that happened with um, Tyree Nichols, right? It wasn't like your typical white cop beating a black cop. It was black cops beating black cops. So this is where you can't use race all the time. But I think it's more or less power. It's a power struggle, right? And I said it, even like with the military, right? You can tell who's been bullied. You can tell right off the bat who's been bullied because when they get into a position of power and authority, they abuse the fuck out of it. And I think, and this is just a small fraction of the issue, is that a lot of these people need to be screened more when becoming law enforcement or whatever. Find out what their background is like because I'm pretty sure their background may have a lot to do with the way they are. And like I said, the whole thing with Tyree Nichols, that's pro I feel like that man was targeted. Like, I don't know if they had an eye on him for a while. There's been a lot of speculation on uh, social media that you can't always listen to. But nonetheless, I, I think what it is is that they just – background checks need to be more stringent. But even then, sometimes people just snap. And I'm not saying that's any excuse to sit there and beat someone, but, you know, there's just so many factors. You know, you could do community outreach programs and, and all this other stuff, but it, oh, we've been doing that, they've been doing that for years, and it hasn't changed a thing. So what do you do? Oh, but this person says, get people to stop resisting arrest or fleeing from the police. If you have a problem with the legal charge, you fight it in court, not on the streets. With the cops, nor do you try to run away from being arrested for the charge. American courts are so lenient that you'll either get off, pay a small fine, or maybe have your case dismissed. Okay, real quick. So there's always two sides of the coin. Law enforcement supporters not all, but most or some, would say, all you have to do is just don't resist. Just get arrested. That's it. And then you just go fight it. But here's the thing. He wasn't really resisting Tyree Nichols, but he felt like his life was in danger 
Like he wasn't resisting, but they were getting so volatile with him. He decided to just bolt off. I mean, if you were in that situation, it's a fight or flight response. You're going to like run, especially if you're a black man, you're definitely going to run. Right. There's no question about it. So you can sit there and not resist and still get shot. There's been many people who've been beaten and shot just for not even resisting. So you can't really say that. That's 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 just that's just kind of just putting a bandaid on the problem. Right. And I think is there any more answers? And somebody says this is so true. I don't know. But I'm not going to get that's that's as far as I'm going to go with that one. I actually should make a podcast episode about police brutality. It might be coming up within this week since it's been one of those topics that's kind of been back and forth and all over the place. So, yeah, stay tuned for that. Uh, Let's see. Moving on to the next one. Hmm. Okay, this is another one of those weird, shallow, strange questions. Uh, It says here. Uh, this was asked by a woman named Shelby. It says women. It says, "Why do some physically beautiful girls go out with ugly guys?" Let's find out. It says women and men do not think the same. I am a woman. I think it's very stupid to be attracted to someone solely on looks alone, as men do towards women. Most women value inner qualities, character qualities, how she's treated, financial income, and stability far more than just what meets the eye. We think this is wisdom. It doesn't matter what you look like. If you treat a woman right, she'll be attracted to you. Hold it. There's two sides of the fence here. There are also men that look for the same qualities and don't always look for what's beautiful, right? They just look for someone who is like-minded like them. And yeah, I know looks are going to play some sort of a role, but let's be honest. A lot of men are not going to find model women, like like model-esque type women. Right. But that's not to say that you have to be a model to be beautiful, but there's different stages of beauty that we got going on both sides of the fence. So, I mean, physically beautiful girls going out with ugly guys. Some might just say, oh, she's just setting her standards low. She's too beautiful for that. But what if this ugly guy has something better to offer than, let's say, the handsome Fabio of the group? Right. Like I said, sometimes looks is just not everything. It's what's really, truly inside. Because look at me. I'm not a fucking attractive person. It's amazing somebody's even with me. <laughs> I'm like, wait, I'm going to... Listen, like I said, I can say this about myself. I am not attractive. Okay, but somebody found me to be attractive. Other women, not. But what's weird is that nowadays, I get more looks from women than I ever did before. And I think it's just because I'm married. That's another episode. See, I'm coming up with ideas as I go along. Um, so this person, Matt, the same person that answered a question I said about a little bit earlier in the show, he says, what the lady said above is true. Some men don't go by looks. It's what's on the inside that matters. Like a good heart. A person that wears their heart on their sleeve has patience, compassion, love, kindness, willingness to learn and grow together. Unconditional love. And always to want to spend time together, dates, dinners, movie concerts, etc., or just relaxing and cuddling at home together. Some things are priceless. Absolutely. Because those are all the things I enjoy. I, I love to just kind of have dinner, go on dates, go on drives, the whole nine yards. It's not always about beauty, regardless, whichever side you're on. All right. So moving right along, get some really, really good questions. I'm telling you, you've never been on this site? Go on this site. I challenge you. I challenge you. Let's see. Okay. Okay. This is kind of a different one. 
Um, this question was asked, I'm 18. I got kicked out of college for crying and running off and hiding in the toilets when stressed out. What should I do now that I've been permanently banned from the only college I can I can get to every day? Wait, what? Okay, so somebody did answer this. A woman by the name of Colleen. She says, nope, you didn't. Didn't happen. That's what you told your parents. How do I know? <laughs> it says college isn't high school. But one thing, they consider you an adult and don't really care if you show up to class or leave early. Uh, you can walk out for any reason. You don't have to raise your hand or be excused. You're paying good money to get a higher education. You don't have to be there in most cases unless a lot of work is class participation. I'm mm, sorry, part participation. The proof is in the pudding. You can either turn in your assignments and do well on tests or you don't. Absolutely true. When I was in, uh, when I did some college, honestly, I couldn't believe how I could just get up and just leave the damn class. I, you know, you try that in high school or public school, you're either going to go to the principal's office, the dean's office, the guidance counselor, or you're going to get your parents called. But yes, in college, because it's coming out of your pocket, right? Not directly like public school coming out of taxpayers' pockets and your mommy pockets. It's, this is coming out of your pocket. So you're a grown ass adult. These professors are not going to bat an eye. You walk out that class. I mean, they won't say shit, but they will take notice when it comes time for you to get your grades. And then you're like, man, you know, hey, Cornelius, you're about to get an F because you walk out so much. Boom. Okay, that's the only time they'll notice. Other than that, they don't give a shit. They're still getting paid. You're just walking out wasting your money. That's it. Now, I believe her when she said that that person story doesn't seem very true because they're not going to stop you if you walk out or run out crying. I mean, if some are compassionate, some professors, they'll just ask probably what the hell is wrong the next time they see you. Like, why'd you run off? But most likely they don't give a shit. Gotcha. All right. So <clears throat> uh, let's see what we got here. Oh, this is a good question because you know what? This kind of pertains to my current car right now, which is about to hit 100,000 miles. And it's a Kia. Yes. A lot of people talk shit about Kias. That's for another discussion. So. The question is, at what mileage do most cars start having issues? Okay. This person, Eshan, Eshan, I mean, <clears throat> says, oh boy, where do I start? Most cars start having issues around the same time they start developing a personality and demanding to be taken on road trips. Just kidding. But seriously, it depends on the make and model of the car as well as how it's been maintained. Generally speaking, around 100,000 miles is when things start to get interesting for most cars. But don't worry, with proper care and maintenance, you can keep your trusty steed on the road for many more miles to come. Just remember to give it a regular checkup and don't forget to change the oil because let's be real, that's the lifeblood of any vehicle. He nailed it, okay? Absolutely nailed it. So I got my car brand new back in 17. When I received the car, it had 27 miles because you know it has to go from port to ship. Yeah, it's moved around a bit. Right now, I am almost close to hitting 99,000 miles. And I tell you, I had no major issues with this car knocking on wood. No major issues. I I always keep it regularly maintained every 5,000 miles or so. Oil changes are regular. Transmission fluid change. Um, a couple of light bulbs been changed here and there. Rear light bulb, um, headlights been changed. Nothing major. And this is a Kia I'm talking about, okay? The car that everybody says, even to this day, is trash when clearly they're not. They are well, well, well beyond. Then, you know, the first cars we saw back in the 90s, the Sophia and the Sportage. Definitely really, really good cars. But, um, yeah, so 100,000 miles. I, you know, I'm already starting to worry about the car. 
at this point in time because it's 100,000 miles. But as long as you keep it regularly checked and maintained, you should be okay. Don't be one of those people that just put gas in the car and go and think like, okay, that's all I need to do. No, 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 no. Because thousands of dollars later, you're going to figure that shit out the hard way. Um, this person says here, this, um, let's see, it says Mickey. Mickey says, I have three cars over 150,000 miles. Aside from regular oil changes, I continue to keep them on the road because anytime any issue arises, I jump on it immediately. Yes, if you have an issue with your car, you need to jump on that quickly. Now, if money is an issue, then you're going to have to find a way around trying to get that done because what may cost you a couple of hundred dollars, you keep ignoring the problem, pushing it aside, it's going to cost you thousands. And a lot of these mechanics out here too, you have to be careful, are very, very shady. Very shady. So, and also, this person made a good point. He says maintenance, you know, your basic maintenance that you go every 5,000 miles, says does nothing for alternators, struts, AC, brakes, alternators, starters, water pumps, idler pumps, um, idler pulleys, heater cores, and motors, electrical in general. Yes, basic maintenance doesn't always see these things. Now, today's cars, um, I know my car, when I turn it on, it does like a little quick diagnostic check. And, you know, if there's any issues, hopefully the car will let me know. But older cars, you really can't tell. And if you have a good ear, you can hear problems happening in real time. You may not know exactly what they are, but if it sounds like something out of the ordinary, you'll know. And Or if you're just one of those people that just gas and go, hey, like I said, it's a difference of hundreds or thousands of dollars. You pick and choose. Uh, let's see. Oh, here's a good question. Here's a good one. This next one, somebody asked, if I'm pulled over and the officer says he's going to search my car, can I say no? Oh, boy, if it was that easy, right? Uh, this person by the name of Dennis answers this question by saying, that is not exactly how it works. We are missing a detail. If it's a regular traffic stop and there's no reason to search, they have to ask for consent. You should always say no in this scenario. Cops have been known to plant evidence or tear cars apart, and when they find nothing, leave your car torn up and your belongings on the ground. I haven't heard this happening to anybody, but I'm pretty sure it happens. They may threaten to get a canine to sniff the vehicle. Inform them that you never consented. But if they go this route, the weight better be responsible. I mean, reasonable, or in 10 minutes you're leaving. <laughs> you just, just fucking drop off. This will give them pause to wonder how far to push this and if it's all worth the hassle. If you don't consent and the dog doesn't hit and they still want to search, they need a warrant. However, if you have something illegal in plain view, they may conduct a warrantless search. If a cop says he's going to search your vehicle, even though you know he has no reason, reasonable suspicion, you've committed a crime, record the interaction and get name and badge numbers and keep repeating you do not consent to a search. Don't resist and haggle in court. Okay, now the part about... Uh, if, you know, the 10-minute thing and just take it off? No, 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 no. Because you're just going to, okay, you're just going to add more to your plate than you, re than you really have to. If I don't, if I'm sitting there and I'm getting pulled over, I get pulled over and I'm sitting there for 10 minutes and I'm like, what are they doing? All right, fuck this. Ah, take off. Now, in some places, the cops can't chase you. Like in New York City, you probably can get away with that because the cops are not allowed to chase. But go to a small rural town they're going to chase you. You go ahead and pull off after 10 minutes and watch what happens. You are literally going to be an OJ Simpson as they chase you around this small town, 
hitting fucking trees and small little picket fences. Good luck with that. Like I said, I think one one thing he hit on the nail was definitely to record. A lot of people do that at their traffic stops. Even if they have a companion up in the front seat with them, just tell them, hey, yo, record what's going on, man. It's just, just to kind of protect our ass, right? Boom, boom, boom. But don't take off. I, that's a terrible idea. Terrible. Even if you're like somewhere in New York City where you can get away with it, just don't do it. Because you're going to get that one cop that don't give a shit and they are going to chase you. And they may chase you for a long time. That's just it. All right. So, hey, that was another episode of Is There Such Thing as a Stupid Question? Once again, that is a sub, uh, I guess you could say a sub show in a show, right? It's a segment, kind of like um, the weekend update on SNL. That's how I like to see it, right? So every Monday, I have news out of a hat where I pick random news stories. And then on Fridays, I have news. I mean, sorry. Um, is there such thing as stupid? Is there a such thing as a stupid question? Courtesy of the website Cora. All right. So hey, I'm glad you guys have taken the time to listen. Please keep listening. Uh, put it out there if you like the show. See if somebody else, maybe one of your friends, might like the show as well. Listen, I'm not big time at all. I only get about maybe a few views and listens a week, but that's better than getting none. Because that was like the consensus that I had about starting this podcast was that nobody was going to listen to it. But a few listeners here and there definitely makes my day a lot better. So, hey, thanks for listening. Tomorrow will be another episode, I promise you. And then um, I will keep going from there. Season five already. I do every 25 episodes of the season. There's a new season coming up this week. I think, yeah, there's a new season coming up this week, season five. All right, so, hey, thanks for listening. Have a great night and enjoy the beginning of your weekend.